The opinions expressed in the following podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide education and entertainment about the financial industry and the stock market. Enjoy. On this up <laughs> on this on this episode of Penny's Going In Raw, we have on Kenny Effing Powers. Happy 421. Hey, yo, check one, two. This is Flavor Flav in the building for the Atlas crew. Atlas trading, what the fuck is up? They're traders, they're prodigies, and then there's legends. Rob, 4%, baby. No way. 4% fucking percent. Buy the fucking dick. Hey, who told me about IDEX? Like, dude, what the fuck? Like, someone just made, like, a m- lot more money than me on my trade. You find out, likes this game of pennies. Did you check the portfolio? Pennies. 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 The margin for error is so small. I bet Warren Buffett never did that. And they out there making money right now off of penny stocks. The two guys is putting their work to make y'all rich. The pennies we need are everywhere around us. Time to think big. Pennies going in raw. Featuring Dan, Deity It Dips, and Hugh Honey. Produced by Vinny Strokes, baby. This episode is brought to you by Benzinga. Benzinga is our absolute favorite resource to use when we trade. We use it for news scanners. We use it for float checkers. We use it for stocks screening we use it for just about everything including chat rooms and and much much more uh but that's not all they have they have youtube as well hot stocks luke every single day has great guests on ranging from ripster to mia khalifa to gary to to all the best guests you need to hear from every single day all day long so make sure to go check that out that's youtube.com forward slash benzinga and if you look in the replies to this tweet you will see how to get a discount code for Benzinga Pro. Make sure to go sign up for Benzinga Pro right now. And now we have on Kenny Powers, an OG trader. Uh, happy to have you on. What's going on? Glad to be here. How are you, man? Doing fantastic. Uh, you know, obviously a little bit choppier in the market, so I could be doing better. Uh, have you been holding up during this uh, this kind of small cap? SPAC just destruction. Oh man, it's been a slow bleed to to my account in all transparency. Um, swings have been shit, so uh, I've been trying to stay a lot of cash, right, and uh, taking day trades when I see them. Yeah, it's it's definitely tough to you know transition so much because you you were a very big SPAC guy, swing guy. Uh, you you played sectors a good bit though, but I mean, you you were big into the specs before, you know. I mean, we we saw you posting your shower gif on a daily basis as the specs started to tank. Well, yeah, it's true. I mean, the specs were a theme, just like anything else. You know, we've seen several themes, and you play the theme. And during that time, you know, with spac and Fisker and specs were were hot. You know, the new specs that were hitting the streets, you. People wanted to to do the due diligence, dive into them, and uh, you know anything that would come out of it that was that was good was was a payday. So, well, a theme just like anything else. Well, I guess kind of prior to the whole twenty twenty market, where we all kind of 
you know, everyone came into their own and everyone figured out about this whole FinTwit thing. How did you kind of get into trading? Uh, I feel like I've known you for quite a while, but I don't think we've ever gotten into that. I think I think investing is a side effect to, to earning, right? So I, I've had a career and, and uh, was in sales my entire life. And, uh, you know, the output of a career is, is money. So the savings would be, you know, driven into to what I thought would be disruptors into the market. And then, um, you know, I, I really, really picked it up kind of when you really picked it up. We were we were coveted out. Right. Everyone was home and all pushed behind our computer screens. Um, I, I wasn't traveling anymore for work because of COVID. There were no in-person meetings, no, no, no handshakes anymore. So I got a lot more uh, screen time. And that's when I really started paying a lot of attention to it, right? Um, I, would, I would be a catalyst swing trader. You know, after COVID started, I, would, I, I was managing my account much more and paying a lot closer attention to it. That makes sense. Yeah, so you still are um, working a good bit. You find yourself doing a lot of things besides just trading. I know even your family has businesses that they run that you find yourself pretty active in. And I know this is still one of the main things that people like to know. You have enough money to quit these jobs. I mean, you do not have yeah. to be working or helping out at the pizzeria or the ice cream shop or doing things on Benzinga but I mean, you you keep you keep active. Um, I guess is one way to put it. How are you managing trading now? Especially, I mean, it used to be six months ago. You just swing and you do your work, and you know it's you have your alerts. But now, you know, everyone has got to find themselves day trading a little more. How are you managing workload and stocks? Yeah. So so COVID has put me behind computer screens. Now that uh, uh, the market's a little dry, if you will, it's a shit market. You can't. It's not a swingers market. It's more of a day traders market. You have to. You have to have more screen time. But I, I, I just keep everything on the background. Um, I use a lot of a lot of alerts still. If there's something that that's moving, I use Twitter as a scanner. I use the Discord's Atlas Trading uh, on a day to day. Just keep that on in my in my rear view. If I notice anything. That, that drops on on you know news feeds etc or uh, or plays that that the floor thinks are hot um, I may take a position and um, you don't you don't see me really post those on Twitter too too much anymore because they aren't they aren't longer swings they, they could be the, the in and out and uh, you know I'm on my merry way with 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 some green. It's a grab green market, right? You see it, you got to take it. Yeah, I love that, the way that you put that. You see green and you take it because I think that's, um, you know, the past few, or really the past year, it's been, you know, every dip on growth names is is a viable dip. And now we're seeing any kind of uptrend is a chance to sell into those growth names. Um, so it's really been tough. And I know that you do so much. Can you touch a little bit about how you do balance all of your jobs, but I guess your main job in uh, trading? That's why I literally just fucking asked him. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but it, yeah, but I wanted him to continue. Because, yeah, yeah I, I'm, go ahead, right, guess. Yeah, listen, I'll re-ask you, Kenny. I'll re-ask you. <laughs> Dan over here. All right. Uh, <clears throat> let me see the better way to ask that. Okay. So, yeah, Kenny, so you do... Um, you're a super busy guy and obviously you don't have to work, but it's always nice to have that income. 
Fuck, Dan. Uh, what? I mean, you you asked the exact same question with two words different. <laughs> yeah, but I don't understand why two minutes in you're going into you're going into that question. Well, what yeah, would you it, like to ask? I, I mean, think, I think the question is: is why haven't I made the leap yet? Yeah, yeah no, because okay. I haven't been forced with the decision. Um, you know, I, I've been able to manage it all at the same time. It's all it's all been balanced. You know, at, at the when that day comes where I'm forced to make a decision, whether it be, you know, work is way too busy and I can't trade or, or trading is just, just, it's taking too much of my, you see where I'm going with it, where, uh, you know, if that, that yin and yang get out of whack, then I, then I have to make a leap. Well, but, you have made a recent career leap, haven't you? Yeah, I have. I have, um, you know, uh, I, I made a, made a change. There's the way I, I look at it is, you know, um, tra- trading is my passion. Talking about stocks uh, to my friends, fa- family is is also my passion. And uh, you know, I was offered the opportunity to to work for an organization, Benzinga, and um, great, great company, growth company. They're growing tremendously. They put out a, a good product. I, I thought that if I, if I'm potentially making the transition to full time then why not take a position to where I can talk about what I love and the conversation is seamless, you know, from my day-to-day trading and talking with friends about stocks to, you know, business conversations about the stock market, right? It, it made sense. Yeah, definitely. And so I know that you talked about uh, you being a COVID trader, but also that trading is your passion. How did you start in the markets? Was it literally like this past year or was it your 401k? Um, did you always kind of dabble? So I've always dabbled in it uh, a lot, you know, more so than, than not. Uh, 401ks came when I was with uh, Big Blue in the past, and, and um, COVID gave me the opportunity to pay more attention to it, uh, more so than not. And I actually got really, really ingrained when I crossed paths with, uh, you may have heard this guy, uh, Zach Morris on, on Stock Twits, and I shot him a little DM. I said, hey, man, by chance you got a Discord? And he said, yeah, here's the invite. And uh, lo and behold, it was Atlas. So Atlas was my first Discord, and it's still my only Discord. You know, I obviously have a couple others that I run in the back room around like Sapphire and so forth. But and I saw how 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 they operate, and that's I mean, it's it's as as long as you use your head and you and you're patient. Um, I I really think that anyone can learn this game. Um, maybe not in this market. This this one's tough. But do you think of anything that you learned at your? You said you worked sales most of your entire life. Is there anything you took away from sales that really, in turn, helped you trading? One hundred percent. You know, when I saw and and I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to your question because this is this is gonna help with the answer. So when I saw the way uh, Hugh uh, attacked his DD, I did that same exact DD uncovering opportunities for the companies I was with, right? So I would I would dig into to the CEO who, who the who the people are behind it, you know, what is the disruption? What does sales and revenues look like? Paralleling that with with the 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 DD and stocks, right? It's very similar. As long as you can peel away those layers of the onion to to get to uh, is this going to potentially be a, a profitable outcome for you? Um, you're going to find yourself uh, having success. Some people don't don't do too well, but yeah, no, for sure. I think one thing that I noticed from having a sales job, and I've touched on this in the past, it was a third party door to door job selling AT and T products. I think, if anything, that that has found me more guidance in just about 
any like it's taught me so many lessons for so many different aspects of life regardless of i mean because you're gonna experience no's you're gonna experience failures and it's always what could i have done differently but at the same time sometimes a trade just doesn't go your way there's only so much you can do i mean the chart may look perfect but you know it could still end up tanking there's never the the perfect trade i think in every trade you can always find one thing you could have done different, but will that setup be exactly the same for you to to, to capitalize that on on that uh, in the next trade? You know, yeah, yeah. There's a super like human element to both sales and trading, to where you know everything could be perfect. The guy is spending way too much on his cell service and way too much on his satellite, uh, using a worse company. You can get him a deal with better phones, better TV, everything the next day, half the price. Every, you know, why wouldn't he take it? The same way the chart is looking perfect. You know, it's bound to go up, volume's all there. But there's a human aspect to it where that the guy can say no, and there could be an offering <laughs> within the next few minutes. Yeah. So it could always be the offering. Yeah. yeah. You're right. I think. I think sales has, has definitely taught me um, many many attributes, you know, throughout my life that that I've been able to successfully um, leverage in in my day to day trading uh, career, if you will. Um, you know, and, and to your point, Dan, I think the human element is key. You know, understanding what the whole market sentiment sentiment is. You know, what 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 types of themes are running. Would this be a a good position to take that works with with what kind of market you are in today, you know, you you won't see many swingers saying that this is an enjoyable market right now. Right. So you got to make your, <laughs> no. be greedy. If, yeah. Be greedy with your buys, be greedy with your entries and, 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 uh, and be patient with everything. How, how difficult was it for you to be like, you know, I've always been a swing trader, which I assume happened from being the working man trading you know, you don't have all day, every day to look at your phone. How did you exactly transition? Yeah, it's it's one thing to know it's not a swingers market, but there's another thing to accept your losses down 30%. You know, there's stocks that look good that just right now are not great. I mean, you saw Clove until just yesterday or the day until this week. Uh, UWMC is still down a ton. It's second biggest mortgage company. All of these things, but how how do you accept the fact? Hey, I need to sell. I can't be stubborn and just hold, hold, hold. Oh shit! How do you accept the fact? Um, if, if if the market's going against you, then the market's going against you. It, it's it's nothing. It could be nothing wrong with your DD. It could be nothing wrong with everything you've done uh, to have success at this point. But but the market could tell you otherwise, right? So don't don't try to push against the market. Because it, it's going to win. It's like the goddamn ocean. You know, if, if Mother Nature gets nasty, it, it could it could be a bad day. Yeah. You know, so yeah. so <laughs> take it take it with a grain of salt. Losses losses do happen. Um, it's it's not the end of the world unless you you, you really effed it up. But <laughs> um, you know, be in a position uh, to have success for the for the next go. Um, because at any time that the market can dictate a, a position where where you can have success. You know, like the NFTs. Yeah. NFTs were popping in a shit market, but they worked, and uh, and we were trading what what was in front of us. Yeah, and th- what I used to do is when I was young, 
<clears throat> is that, or, you know, younger in my career is that I would make, you know, let's call it like seven, 800% by the time that June, July came over, came around. And then inside that six weeks, you know, what is usually known as the slow stretch of the, of the small cap market, I would lose like half of my account. Um, so half of my gains inside that six week stretch would just be gone. And then by the time that December rolled around, I would be back to where I was like June and July. And that's just because, you know, kind of like the, when to press it and when to take the foot off the pedal and, uh, and, and kind of really just take down the price, you know, take down the goals and just make what you can. Um, and, and also I wouldn't enjoy, uh, not that I wouldn't enjoy life, but I wouldn't enjoy, uh, you know, like going outside, you know, inside a slower market, you can go to the park and you can do those things when, when it's a hot market that you don't want to miss. And I think that's a really important, you know, key that a lot of new traders, uh, miss, miss out on. Oh, I would agree to that one, 100%. I mean, look, uh, there is a to-do list on, 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 everyone's piece of paper there's that book that you always wanted to read there's that uh that that new program you wanted to set up there's um some education material on atlas that you want to dive into you know I, I i use slow markets to do just that or just you know shoot the shit with my friends um and 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 hang out with my family uh you, you have to you have to <laughs> you have to know when to hold them and know when to fold them right it's just that simple it's life um, and sitting on your hands is, is never a bad option and having cash in your account, uh, instead of watching it go out the window is, uh, is never a bad, bad option either. One, one thing I've always been impressed at you is, is being able to kind of spot an upcoming sector. And although some of them are a little conspiracy theory reach reaches, uh, you know, sometimes you'll, you're not exactly going for the low hanging fruit. You'll, you will You'll uh, you'll definitely do some twists and turns to find some, um, but there were a few. Uh, I remember one was like uh, you know what was it for no coins that that was your DD the the no what was it help me out here it was it was one that went up it gapped up like five hundred percent off of the coin shortage. Oh, uh, socket. Yeah, socket. Yeah, and things like that before it was like widely known and you were going and, you know, as right as all the stores started having the pictures of chain shortage and things like that. And then sure enough, a week and a half later, it went up 500%. Yeah, I mean, that. Well, let, let's, it, it, it all comes down to the theme, right? So what will be the talk of the town? You know, you're playing and making money off what, what is the talk of the town. You know, but as far as, as, as what could be, you know, that's the rumor. And uh, I like to be in very early because I, I work. So I'm in. I'm patient. I I, I, I put my chips in and I, I let them marinate. I'll give you friends and socket. You know everything. Themes were were rotating. I think it was uh you know when COVID hit it was it was vaccines and then it was um what come what food came delivery and, and then oh, food delivery right and then the food delivery and 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 people weren't getting cash so it was coin shortage and I was actually at at uh. At Wawa, getting a soda, and um, I saw that due to the national coin shortage, uh, exact change is preferred. And I was like, well, well, what's next? You know, and and socket that 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 particular stock was it was basically no touch, uh, no touch point of sale devices, right? Like like barcode scanners and shit like that. And I was like, 
Well, no one wants no one wants to you know you, you aren't shaking hands you aren't you're wearing masks and and what is the 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 final touch point between two individuals at a point of sale it's it's that cash it's that currency right so you could be keeping your distance but you still have to exchange that dollar bill or those that that money right so what would be that that final disruptor to keep people away from each other well touchless point of sale and it just so happened that they they you know i reached out to their cfo i think their cfo was also their head of ir you know i said you're missing a golden opportunity here and and they ended up dropping a press release and uh it made sense with the with with those particular market uh conditions and you're right it gapped huge yeah huge but two things out of that story that i kind of got you kind of saw this out of you know, this wasn't internet studying. This is just you doing your routine. I know, I know you. You go to Wawa quite a lot, <clears throat> and yeah, dude, Wawa's the best thing. There's no better condiment store. A condiment <laughs> store. Do you know what a condiment is? <laughs> yeah, they only sell ketchup. They only sell ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise there. Convenience. Convenience store. Um, but that works. But. Yeah, they, I'm sure they do sell some condiments there. Um, <laughs> but you you were at this this local condiment store, and and you see the you know this wasn't this wasn't something you just saw on the news or somewhere. You you saw it in person. You decided to you know Jimmy Neutron brain blast figure it out. Uh, and and the second thing I got from that is. You think you're responsible for the PR that made it gap up 500%. How responsible? I don't think I'm I'm responsible. I know, yeah, hey, I, I've listened to you guys for quite some time. And then you guys are young books and I'm an old, you know, we, we can learn a lot from each other. It, the way Hugh would reach out to IR teams, there's, there's never a, a bad time if you're invested in a stock to put in a call and try to uncover what you can. Hey, you got money in their stock. They, they got to answer. It's like Andy oh. Dufresne and Shawshank Redemption writing to get the books. <laughs> yeah, that's basically how it is uh, with DD and trying to reach out to some of these small cap investor relations. You go years without any of them talking. And one yeah, day they no, send you awesome. 200 court assigned uh, novels. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, Kenny, something that, that came up uh, with, with a friend of mine is that sometimes mentally when he's trading... Uh, some days he loses more than what he'll make at his actual like salary job. Um, have you ever come across that? Oh yeah, without a doubt. How do you handle that? Like, like it kind of becomes like, what's the point? You know, if I'm going to lose, and it, if it's in a day or or uh, a couple days, then it's it's uh, it's it's feasible. You know, don't do it over a long term, right? I mean, yeah. you, you get, once you understand and, and you have some growing pains and, you know, to, to, to quote you, pay your market tuition, um, you're, you're going to have red days. It's just the nature of the beast. Um, you know, some people have uh, less, less than more and, and they might want to, uh, to look to another profession. But, you know, keep, keep, keep the losses small and um, how, do you, so how do you handle it, right? You, you, you do your best. To, to, to minimize the damage. If you know that a trade is going against you, how do you get, get the fuck out, out without <laughs> crushing your account? Does this ever like affect your day to day at work? I mean, 
Do, do you ever let your jobs affect your trading? Does trading ever affect your jobs, vice versa? I mean, when you think you have a job, you have a wife, you have a kid, you have trading in this market, which is probably like four jobs. Um, but like, do they ever affect each other? Do they ever get in the way of each other where, where it's hard to handle uh, one, but not the other? Like, they ever get in the way? Yeah, of course they do. I mean, they're, 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 t- they're two, uh, two, two, two different things. I mean, what you, how do they get in the way? So I put myself in a position where they don't. And, and that comes with time. Anything you do long enough, you're, you're going to find a way to make it work. And, uh, you know, meetings, I'm not trading while I'm in meetings. I'm setting stop losses if I'm actively in a trade and I have to go take a call or make a call. You, you, you have to put yourself in a position where there's there's a fail safe because you guys have seen it. I mean, offerings midday or, or a knife midday, uh, you know, as long as as long as you have your, your, your ducks in a row before you have to make the, the effort on whether it be trading and job or job and trading, you know, you can, you can get out uns, unscathed and that just comes with time and experience and use your automations cause they help. And that's what I do. So you seem, you seem very put together, well-rounded guy. Um, not so much the, the Kenny powers eastbound and down Danny McBride kind of, uh, persona. Like how did you become Kenny F and powers? Oh man, I, I I like that show. That, that dude's Danny McBride, the actor. He's just a good fucking dude. Uh, you know what? What I like about the character, uh, he doesn't take shit from anybody. You know, he's gonna do what he's gonna do, and he's gonna get what he wants to get. And uh, I, I find I found it um, I found it very funny. The moral of the show is that guy just doesn't give up. As as many times as he's just uh, down. Um, he just picks his shit up and goes on about his business, and and that's kind of how I've I've lived my life, you know. Um, not not as crazy as Danny McBride or Kenny Powers by any means, but knowing that with growth there's going to come, you know, some down times or some bad turns in life, and you know, just get up, shake it off, and keep going. Um, because you, you know, you yourself are the only one who's going to get you to the, to, to whatever destination. There's, there's two gifts you use a lot. I really like the first one is, uh, Danny McBride and the little kid shooting the AR. Uh, the other one, the other one, which, which seemed to get a big start during the Fisker fiasco during the like two months straight of it being read every day. Uh, the Kenny powers crying in the shower. He's got the uh, the tan line. I mean, it speaks to a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people like that gif. It's you know, it's demanded some days because some days are just so bad. There's nothing more you can do than to combine your tears with with the water bill. You know, kind of dub that 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 gif, the man defeated gif. You know, when when just you're trying to do everything to make it work in the market, and and you you think you're getting good entries and 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 that entry wasn't a good entry, right? You, you're you're buying where you should buy, where everything lines up right, and you're doing what you can do, but it's just going against you. And there are days like that. Yeah, today's pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah, we're recording this on four twenty for anyone for anyone wondering. This reminds me of the market that initially spawned that gift, the one of Fisker dying every day. But this. 
It is it is very similar, but I feel like I went into this market more of an educated person this time. You know, I I went full cash. I wasn't scared of taking a 10-15% loss. And thank God, because those 10 to 15% losses became 60% uh, within the next month. So judging by that first one, what did you kind of learn from that one? And how did you take it into this uh, little down market? If market sentiment is, is going against you, you know, don't 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 try to fight it because you won't win. You know, you're one retail trader in a, in a sea of, of big money. You know, the, the, the first one, uh, I guess the first one you're talking about SPACs, that one, it, it just, it, you know, it had its run. Should have took some profits. I didn't. I wrote it down and I wrote it back up to, to $31 or something like that, over 30, high 20s. But it's just, it, it, if it's if it's not right, you know, don't kill yourself. You know, just learn to sit on your goddamn hands and be patient and uh and it'll come around. And like we said before in the, in the in the interview, find some other shit to do. You know, there's no better time than, than a slow market to, to get some shit done that you you have on your to do list and you just haven't gotten around to. You know, learn something else. Kenny, speaking on that, how do you kind of sift through? Because you are incredibly busy, but how do you kind of, especially when you were a newer trader, how do you sift through all the different information? And uh, it seems like pretty quickly you became a catalyst swing trader, and that was in part due to your job. But how do you sift through all the different information and you know kind of get the quality? Because sometimes when there's so much information, it can be so overwhelming, and therefore you learn absolutely nothing because you're trying to learn everything. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a phrase that I use, and uh, you guys may have read it on my Twitter. It's it's get fast at, at moving slow, and I think um, you know a lot of people say that the screen time, you know, more screen time, just just knowing the routes to take to get to where you want to be in order to make an educated buying decision, right? To enter a stock for, for swing. You know, so so as at first it was it was overwhelming. I mean, there's noise everywhere, it, 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 and if if you buy into the noise, you're distracted from what you were originally trying to do because you, you're you're following someone else's call, and then you're hearing somebody else on Discord tell you about this other stock. Then you never get to point B, right? Which is the whole reason you you started from point A. But so I, I I've just gotten very good with time to 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 get fast at moving slow. You know, I have I have my checklist that I go through. Uh, chart. I read SEC filings. I check Finviz. I, I I know shorts. I know float. Um, all that good stuff. And then, is it is it a disruptor? Could it be something to to where uh, this stock is is going to be noise, depending on how long I want to swing in it and and what the timeline is until that the particular catalyst that I'm in that stock for, you know, when should I see a paycheck from it? Low down. And, and finish the first time. And after you finish the first time, you're going to get faster the second time and even faster the third time. Just quietly move through your day-to-day. Yeah, I, it's definitely one thing to kind of make it out of the woods, you know, to get to the jewel. And one way to get to the jewel, and regardless of the amount of forest in the way, is using all the tools that Manscaped has to offer. And you can actually get those tools today using the code PGIR for 20% discount 
and also free shipping. So to get through those rough times in the market and to get to the jewels and any forest you got downstairs to see your jewels, make sure to use code PGIR for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Well, <clears throat> sorry guys, I, I had that one in there. Yeah, I did buy Manscaped. And yeah, how you like it? A, a, a very good product. You know, based off of both of your recommendations, you know, in a in a sweaty blood market like this, at least my balls are cool. And not bloody. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. not bloody. Yeah, that'd be bad. Thank you, Manscaped. <laughs> All right, man. Well, obviously we've we've had a blast having you on today. I think this will really help people that are, you know, working that feel like how am I gonna trade while working? And sometimes it is best to just step away for a little bit. This isn't a swingers market and you know, it's time to to step away. We've been saying it. You said it. Everyone's saying it. So, yeah, take it slow. Take your gains. And uh, if there's anything else you have to plug to to let the people know, Kenny, hashtag eat them. <laughs> Guys, it's been a blast. I appreciate your time. Hopefully the market turns around and we all bank again soon. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you. And uh, let's let's try and close the day green, huh? All right, guys. Be well. All right. Take care. See you, Kenny. Hey, just wanted to get a uh, give a quick shout out before I leave, guys. Uh, Zach, PJ, the goats. Thank you for everything. Atlas Trading for Life. Uh, incredible, Bob. You've taught me more than than you probably know. Uh, Adeline, all the Atlas OGs, all the folks on 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 the day to day. You know, you know who you are. Um, Dan and you, thank you very much. You guys are uh, are crushing it. Always looking forward to the content you guys put out. All right, guys, and that's going to do it for this midweek episode. We are so happy to have Kenny on. Something that we've been trying to put together forever, it feels like. Uh, you know, We've all really grown close to Kenny. Such an awesome guy. Such an amazing trader. My favorite quote of that was, uh, get fast at moving slow. I love that. I think that that's, uh, that f- for anything in life, but especially trading, really holds such value. Uh, so thank you again to Kenny for coming on to PGIR. Finally, coming on to PGIR. I know you're a super busy guy. You know, as always, guys, if you love our content, if you think Dan is funny, if you think I'm somewhat funny, please give us those five stars at the bottom of Apple Podcasts. That's the only thing we ask for, and it helps us out tremendously. And uh, we will see you Sunday, baby.